0: Hello and welcome to the Elevens Podcast. My name is Ben. And my name is Jude. We're
1: passionate about cars and we also happen to sell supercars for a living. On this weekly
0: show, we discuss cars of all sorts from our unique perspective. We hope you enjoy the episode. Ben. Jude. We're back. We're back. (laughs) Welcome to season three. Season three of the Elevens podcast. I don't know why I said it with that inflection, but we're back. <laughs> um, yeah, and you know, uh, nothing's new, nothing's changed at all. Yeah, except wait, Jude, why are you wearing red? And wh- what is that <laughs> what, what is that horse on your shirt? I'm, you That's know, it's so bizarre.
1: Funny? I'm actually wearing a Koenigsegg T-shirt right now.
0: <laughs> are you? A- <laughs> so no it's uh way.
1: It's perfect. Um, I moved, dude. I don't know why I'm, I'm telling little... you like you didn't already know. It's like, oh, Wait, audience. Wait, really? <laughs> I hadn't noticed. <laughs> Listeners, I, I am Jude and I have moved. It rhymes, so I had to do it.
0: Had to do it. Yeah. Jude, where'd you um, where'd you move? And, Mexico. And was it something no. I said? <laughs> no, it was just your uh, general odor. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll... <laughs> make a mental note of that try to work on it um yeah no it, it wasn't a lack of showering it's
1: it's the cologne oh okay that makes a little more sense yeah no uh i moved <laughs> to we moved to austin texas i live in texas now
0: yeah which uh which are words that i now.
1: i never thought that i would say those words i live in texas weird <laughs> yeah
0: How how are you liking it down there
1: Oh my god! It's so hot. Yeah, it is so hot, and it's almost ninety degrees right now. It's ten o'clock at night. It's <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome though. I'm having a great time. It's it's a really cool place. Austin is so much fun. Um, it's so relaxed, and it's so I don't know. It's beautiful. It's green. People are happy and friendly. There's always something to do. Um, yeah, and I I now work for Ferrari. Wow, I. I... You know the I mean, podcast. I, know, I knew that already, but the podcast is great. But you know, I did have to get a real job after we
0: moved down here. Oh come on! This is a real job. What? <laughs> uh, this is yeah. a full time gig, Jude. Wait for you. <laughs> yeah, I I quit McLaren. Hold on. What's what's our, no, what's, but... our what's
1: what's our split on the on uh, podcast earnings? Because uh, <laughs>
0: something doesn't seem quite right here. No, no, I didn't quit McLaren. I'm still with McLaren Boston. Um, Oh, good. But, yeah, so... (laughs) I don't know why I'm acting like we're we're acting like this
1: is all, like, news to each other. It's like, (laughs) oh,
0: um, I mean, to be fair, fair, we haven't really talked much, like, over the phone up until, like, recently.
1: um, Uh, A little bit, but yeah, yeah, that's
0: fair. So, we haven't, like, actually caught up all that much before even recording this, so... um, Um, I mean, I knew that you've been doing well. We've been texting back and forth, so it's not like we haven't been talking at all, but
1: I actually haven't been doing well. It's all been just like for show.
0: Oh. Oh.
1: <laughs> Social media is a lie. No I'm kidding. <laughs>
0: Every, <laughs> well, everything's
1: fine. I'm kidding. fine. Everything's fine. You know, somebody who's gonna listen to this episode as their first um, episode because it's like episode one of season three and they're going to be like yeah. what did i just walk into <laughs>
0: <laughs> i promise what this is-, is a this is a car podcast and so we often talk about cars this is a <laughs> uh, very different episode so yeah so if you're listening and this is your first time uh we are supercar salesman jude used to work for mclaren boston moved to texas and now is a ferrari salesman in austin um so the dynamic is still that's right it's like the same, but different because we have same, same, but different, similar perspectives, but from different brands now. So,
1: yeah, um, which doesn't mean I don't like McLarens anymore because I do. And even mm-hmm. when I worked for McLaren, like I talked about how much I love Ferraris. We, we talked about a lot of Ferraris on the podcast. So, you we know, did. it's not like my allegiances <laughs> have changed and now we're mortal enemies. Although <laughs> that does make for interesting internet drama so maybe we can lean into that with some of the social media promo but you know spicy spicy speaking of spicy uh ferrari
0: is absolutely killing it how are things over at mclaren good good things are good i mean i uh i've been a little depressed since you left since you broke up with me and moved on to a italian dealership um but no things are good uh we actually we we had one of our best months in may last month we sold 32 let's go. cars let's go so like more than one average a day yeah that's cool. really good yeah good job yeah so thank you yeah things have been good all,
1: all i had to do was awesome. leave and now everything's going so well over there
0: <laughs> <laughs> i should hmm. leave more coincidence often. <laughs> yeah so no things are good up here um Things are good at the dealership. We actually um did a trip to Nantucket. We took two McLarens to the island. Which was really fun.
1: That's cool that um, you guys have an island.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're How far are you from the the ocean now?
1: Very very far.
0: <laughs> like how far of a drive would it be if you wanted to go to the beach?
1: Many hours. Uh we have um we have water here. It's the Colorado River. It goes right through the city. It splits Austin in half. Oh, and, that's right. And um, something that's really kind of dumb, but every, like there are a bunch of lakes here that aren't actually lakes. So there's Lake Travis, Lady Bird Lake, Lake Austin, probably mo- more than I'm not thinking of, but they're not actual lakes. They're just parts of the Colorado River where it gets a little bit bigger. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs>
0: we moved here. By like, how much bigger? Like, is, is it? Lake? It's, does it it's, feel like a lake, or does it just feel like a wide river?
1: If if you, if you somebody tells you this is a lake, and you're standing on the shore, and you're like, oh, okay, cool, this is a lake. But if you look at any map, you're like, w- why would you call this a lake? It's clearly <laughs> not a lake. It's just the river getting a, wider in an area, and then goes back to, you know, a little bit narrow, and then goes wider again a little bit later, and then kind of pools up a little bit. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. I guess that's all lakes are, but, you know, it's... I don't know.
0: The weird thing with that would be that the it's a river, so there's still a current going one way, right? So yeah, that, that's, huh? Well, welcome anyway, to we the Eleven's Geography <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> yeah, we are all over the place this episode, but it's okay because it's our our opening episode of season three.
1: Yeah. Um. But uh, cars are cool. Yeah, cars are great. We we have them. Uh, have you have you gotten in anything interesting since I left? What what are some of the cool things that have come through your dealership uh, since I um, ran away? <laughs>
0: uh, what have we had come through? We've had... Um, well, I have a few cars that I, I would like to talk about my experiences with. I don't know if we should go over Ooh. that in this episode or save it for another one.
1: We can do that. I mean, well, dude, there are no dude, rules... That's this true. is our that's podcast. True. We can do whatever we want with it. We can keep talking about rivers if you really want.
0: <laughs> for the that's record, true. I don't want to keep talking about rivers. So what, what cars do you have in mind? Um, well, the first one that I have uh, in mind is one that uh, continues my New Year's resolution for those listeners that have listened to every episode. Do you remember what my New Year's resolution was?
1: To drive less lawnmowers. No, that's yes. not it. To drive more dirt bikes? To drive more EVs. Oh, that's right. Okay. I was close.
0: Yep. Close enough. Uh, So, (laughs) (laughs) we got a Lucid Air Grand Touring in on trade. That is Uh, so
1: exciting, dude. Not going to lie. I saw that and I was like, oh my God.
0: Yeah. It's really cool. And funny enough, it came in on trade. Do you know know what he traded it in for? Ooh, uh,
1: a... Hellcat or something dumb.
0: <laughs> a 600LT Spider.
1: Oh, okay. There you go. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. And it was funny. Like, I was talking to the guy who traded it in. He was like, yeah, it's it's a great car, but I just, I don't know. I'm done with it. I was like, oh, okay. I guess fair enough. Um, but, yeah, I got to spend a little bit of time driving it. I tried driving it on the, on the um, freeway, on the back roads, and uh, it's a great car. It really is. I mean, I didn't realize how expensive they are. It's like one hundred and forty oh grand for that trim level. It's insane. That's and then the the, the that's sapphire. a cheaper is, one too. Yeah, the sapphire is a quarter of a million dollars. Yeah, that's a lot of money for anything. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Um. So I guess like comparing it to Tesla, of course, that's the first thing you're gonna do with any EV. Oh, of course. Yeah. Um. So now that I'm like thinking about it out loud with the price difference, it's really like. Not even a comparison that you should be making <laughs> <laughs> um, but the build quality is very very good. Yeah. I don't know if the interior like materials of that one in particular are my style per se. It's very California. Uh, what do you mean by that designed in California like 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 that gray fabric material you know what I'm talking about they use some of that and okay I don't know it just feels. Like, I don't know why, like, Google Google comes to mind. Okay. No, that makes um, sense because like Google
1: products have, like, fabric on them and they're, you
0: know, I mean, depending yeah. on which one you, you're, yeah. Like, I wouldn't call myself a tech guy and the materials in that cabin feel very tech guy-y. Um, okay. So, that's, that's the only reason why I would say that. But, I mean, regardless, it's very nice. Uh, Is there any leather well-built. in it? Yeah, yeah, there's leather, and I'm sure you can option it with leather. This was the, I want to say it was like the Santa Fe trim level or something, or, or, uh... How rugged. Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Um, but, yeah, very nice, very spacious, very, actually very big inside, front and back seats. Um... Cool. The windshield, the way that it continues above your head is really cool. Um, what else? Yeah, it's, it's. I think it looks great. Some of the people, other people that uh, I work with didn't really like it at all. They just kind of thought it looked like every other EV. I think it's a great design. Sure. Um, I don't think but... it
1: looks like every other EV. I mean, you could tell it's an EV, but yeah. I, I don't think it looks like an EQS or a Model S or anything like that. Yeah. Definitely oh. not a Taycan.
0: No, no, definitely not. Which actually, that's another car that we have that I experienced recently. I know I've driven a Taycan before, but, excuse me, I, I, we have a 4S now, um, and that's oh, really good. Oh, good. Cool. Yeah. But, um, yeah, back to the Lucid. Um, when I drove it, I while I was driving, I didn't want to be distracted while driving too much to play with the settings, so I couldn't really play with the regen settings. But it was okay. set up for one-pedal driving, and that was really weird at first. Yeah. Like really weird. Yeah. Um, but honestly, like you get you kind of get used to it. And then it's mm-hmm. just easier once you're used to it because you sure. don't have to move your foot as much as right. dumb as that sounds. Yeah. Um, So I thought
1: that was kind of cool. Um, I like one pedal driving. It did take when I had my EV. It took me a little bit to get used to it, too. But like after a few days, I was like, oh, this is great. You know, you yeah. Don't, yeah, don't touch your brake pedal. Just and you you start like predicting a little bit differently like okay there's a red light up here i should let go now and then kind of like gradually come to a stop um it yeah it's different
0: right it's cool yeah definitely not for like performance driving but Mm -mm. for every Mm -mm, mm -mm. for day-to-day just getting around it's great i actually really liked it after getting used to it uh Um, what about power
1: Like, this is a car podcast. We talk about fast cars all the time. Does it feel like a fast car?
0: Yes, but here's the thing with electric cars, right? You do it the first time, and you're just kind of in shock of how immediate the power is. Um, I haven't driven anything of the EVs that's, like, insane, like a Plaid or anything. Um, I think the fastest car i've probably driven that's electric is probably a tycon 4s okay um and actually we can move on to that and sort of compare the two um i, I don't those have a transmission do they have a two-speed the tycon yeah. saying that yep. yeah um, and that's
1: part of why that and like the 800 volt architecture are is partly why you can just launch it repeatedly and it has so much pull at high speeds not just the immediate um you know acceleration off the line like every
0: other EV. but anyway yeah. continue sorry because it it like you plant your foot while you're rolling in the tycon yeah and it takes off like immediately it's very very quick and then about a second later maybe less it's like it's like you hit the night the nos button and then it yeah. just takes off even more <laughs> sure and that was uh yeah that was that was different i wasn't expecting that yeah. Um, but anyway, back to the, the power. It feels like a fast car, definitely. And it is definitely plenty quick for. I just
1: looked it for... up. It's 536 horsepower according to Google. Okay.
0: And I think, I want to say the Lucid Air Grand Touring has 600 horsepower?
1: No. Oh, no, that's what I was talking about. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The Lucid Air Grand, Grand Touring has 536 horsepower. Okay. Okay.
0: What does the Ticon um, 4S have?
1: The Taycan 4s has uh, four. It says 429 to 482 horsepower.
0: Which is it? Um, hmm. I feel like getting a sense of how quick an electric car is is very different to a gas-powered car because
1: 22 horsepower with the small battery, 562 horses with the bigger one. Says Car and Driver. I don't know. It's it's all over the place. I'm sure if I took a Second longer to look at an actual. Let's see, 482 horsepower or 562 horsepower with launch control.
0: Oh, yeah, because it, it gives you more power at launch, right? Yeah, right. Okay. I haven't done a launch, but. Um, yeah, getting a sense of how fast an electric car is versus a gas powered car is very different because sure. gas powered engine, like cars, the engine has a torque curve and a power curve and the power comes on at a certain RPM and sort of dies away after that turbocharged engines react differently to supercharged engines. It's a little more sure. complex. Whereas with EVs, it's just boom, there's the power. Uh, right. And I think that's what, what gives you a wow factor from most people. When you take somebody for a ride in an EV, yeah. that's what kind of shocks them. Um, but I'll be honest, like I drove the, the Lucid more than I did the Taycan. And I would just kind of pin the, the, I want to say throttle, the, the, the accelerator. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Accelerator. That's a word. It is. Uh, I would pin the accelerator a few times just to sort of get a feel for how fast the car was. And the first time, like I said, I was blown away, but as I did it more, I was kind of like, yeah, this is fast, but I don't know. Like I wasn't as impressed any, like it kind of, the shine kind of dulled away a little bit. And I guess that can happen with any car, sure. But I feel like if that's all that the EV is providing, it just kind of gets dull, and then after a while, you're like, oh, I, I need more power. <laughs> <laughs> but you know? is it
1: a sports car?
0: No. no. Right. So. It's not. Who cares? No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, if you if
0: you want a if you want a sports car EV, they those exist. Yeah. To an extent. Which which to be honest the the Taycan like if you want a really well driving EV the Taycan is very very good
1: which would I, I'm going to ask you every time you drive a new EV which would you take if you're buying an EV which one would you buy with Ben's
0: money uh um well actually so when I was driving the Lucid the comparison I kept drawing was the S to the S class okay I was like, good because i was like okay like if i were in this like spending about this money 100 grand give or take um would i buy an ev lucid over a gas powered s class okay and honestly i i it's almost a draw for me i'd be fine with either one i I don't know. Interesting. I don't have any I I don't have any strong opinions, I don't think. I really want you to I,
1: drive an EQS. The Mercedes EQS. So the S
0: class EV. Yeah, I would I would be very curious. Because that's one? right in
1: that price range as well. I haven't driven one. My boss uh is driving one right now as a loaner from Mercedes. So I've had a chance to like look at it and you know check it out and stuff, but I haven't actually taken it out on the road. I don't know if I'll be able to before he has to bring it back to the dealership.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I've seen them drive by. I haven't had a chance to like actually look at one parked up close. Sure. Um, I've seen that it's gotten some negative reviews from the press. It
1: looks like a big jelly bean.
0: Yeah. And like Not they didn't in a good way <laughs> take a good advantage of the space of the like the size of the car. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, this is all just from. Other people, I haven't experienced the car myself, so.
1: It looks like a Toyota Previa that sits a little bit closer to the ground. If you don't know what a Previa looks like, you should look it up, because that's just a big jelly bean.
0: (laughs) But to be fair, a lot of Mercedes kind of look like jelly beans nowadays. Specifically the GT63. Just kind of looks like a fast, angry jelly bean. I I disagree. I don't think it looks like a jelly bean. <laughs> but anyway. Anyway. Um so yeah, that's fun. I, I really that's liked, exciting. Really like the so Lucid. So wh-
1: when are you trading your E30 for an EV? <laughs>
0: um that's not that's not happening. <laughs> I guess I guess when I'll be able to get a EV for sub 10 grand. <laughs> oh my god. Um
1: I wonder how much a Kia Soul EV is right now. When I leased mine, my residual, my buyout at the the end of the lease was about ten grand. Was really? Yeah.
0: It <laughs> was
1: wow. Stupid cheap. Yeah. Um, I, I want to say the car was like th- over thirty. The MSRP was probably around thirty, maybe more. I don't remember what it was. Mm. The the residual was awful. Because it mm. was you know a f- very early gen. EV, you know, but I'm sure they're out there. Maybe an old Nissan Leaf.
0: Yeah, I guess so. But I don't. Maybe a GR Corolla Either of those. <laughs> GR Corolla. Yeah, uh, yeah. Funny story about that one. <laughs> um, did you? Uh, I, did you, you send your deposit? About this. No, I did not. <laughs> um, so the GR Corolla, when that car. Was unveiled. I was very excited. I loved the GRRS and the the whole idea behind it, all wheel drive with a rear wheel drive bias, manual transmission, um, and the fact that it was homologated is super cool too. Um, and I've always thought that the newest gen Corolla hatch looked like it was like born to be a hot hatch, and they never it looks decent. It looks really good. They never had yeah. that right. Um, so when the GR Corolla came out. I was very excited. I immediately called uh, the Toyota dealer that I have serviced my <laughs> Camry with, and uh, they they said, "Yeah, we'll put, we'll take your name down." Blah blah blah. And this was when did this car get unveiled? G-R-1. It was it was before we started the podcast.
1: So whenever yeah, that yes. was, was there life um, before the podcast, Ben? <laughs>
0: life was not the same. Yeah. Um, it <laughs> was these, better like, No, I'm kidding. moments <laughs> on the podcast Um, yeah so I, I called the dealer they said yeah we'll take your name down and like a few days ago I get a call and I, it was from the Toyota dealer and I thought they were just like calling me because I hadn't serviced with them in a while so I just ignored it sure. and they left me a voicemail saying that we have an allocation for you for GR Corolla give us a call so I was like oh Okay. I mean, I'm kind of surprised that it took this long. I don't know if it's because, like, the dealer just didn't have any or they had people that were further up the list, and I'm I'm sure probably a mix of both, Um, and I call them. They
1: had more important buyers that had longer histories
0: of buying high-performance Toyotas from them. They worked their way up the food chain. They bought a Corolla, then they bought a Camry SE, then a Camry TRD. Everyone Um, tries to be Ferrari, even if they don't admit it. <laughs> um so yeah I called them up they said they had a GR Corolla in white actually I have to build in front of me so I can read that off Wait uh, oh it's, a, it's already built Yeah so or like it's it's he told me it was an allocation but it's really just an incoming unit
1: Oh so somebody backed out of their order
0: Yeah it must have been had or be. or they they yeah I don't know but it's a it's a core Corolla so the base GR Corolla, um, which doesn't come with the limited slip diffs, but it was option. Oh, it was option okay. with them, right, so it's got it. I'll take you back so that the performance package, it has the performance package, which includes the front and rear and limited slip diffs, red, bra- red brake calipers, and the GR logo wherever that is. Um, it's got the technology package, cold weather package, GR shift knob, and door sill protector styling package, all weather floor liner. Um and Ooh, this rugged. comes to a grand total of forty thousand two hundred and twenty three
1: dollars for HDR Corolla. And to add like
0: f- four E thirties. <laughs> yeah, really. Um yeah, so on top of that, I asked him, I said, Okay, is this going to be sold at MSRP? And of course you know the answer to this. No, of course it's not. Of course it's not. Um, They're
1: giving you a five thousand dollar discount, two thousand dollar loyalty <laughs> rebate, uh five hundred dollar recent college graduate
0: bonus, right? Oh yeah, totally. Um and then as long as you pay ten thousand extra, you'll get all those rebates. <laughs> 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 yeah. He told me he told me probably seven to ten over. So oh we're God. looking at forty seven to fifty thousand dollars before taxes and fees for a Jeez. Corolla. Jeez. A Corolla.
1: I mean, okay. To be fair, I could have. I could have a 2017, but M2.
0: Yeah. For that money, with taxes, there
1: are, are a lot of really cool, fun, exciting cars that you can buy for fifty grand. I don't. And. I haven't driven one, my- but I can tell you right away that, that that car is not worth fifty. That's not a fifty thousand dollar car, dude. I'm sorry
0: no no and what's what the worst like this isn't the worst part but what adds to my why it gets worse (laughs) this is a core like this isn't even a circuit edition or a morizzo yeah right right i just saw a Morizo edition with 12 miles on it go on cars and bids for like 72 grand Uh, oh my god (laughs) it's insane like what world? I'm are in we physical living in right pain. Now? It's not even
1: my car that I'm thinking about buying and I am in like <laughs> dude. Yeah. I don't
0: feel good. So nope, nope. But that's that's the world we're living in right now. So um, I hate it here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, anyway, man. anyway that's enough about me. I mean, what's what's going on with you at, at Ferrari? How are things I down there? What you got um exciting? cars down there yeah
1: uh you know selling cars and making friends and you know just enjoying all the great driving roads that we have here we're about 20 minutes away from coda from circuit of the americas so since i got here just uh two and a half months ago we've already done two events there one was ferrari challenge uh the other one we had like a a track day for clients for owners to take their personal cars out as well um I got to go out um, on the track in an 812 super fast, but like not at full tilt because it was like the end of the track day and they're like, you don't have a helmet and this is we're just going to keep this as like a parade lap, air quotes, um, you know. So didn't go super oh, fast, but it, it yeah, I know. It was fun to go out. I'll, I'll go out like for real, for real, eventually. I'm sure it's you at least did like
0: some sort of like poles on the straights. Oh, yeah yeah I kind of did <laughs>
1: um, we got in trouble actually because our uh, marketing uh, manager was in the passenger seat and he was like hanging out the side of the A12, and we were doing like roller shots and stuff oh, we, were nice. only, we were only supposed to do one laugh. we did uh, I think two or three two at least two I don't remember so you know I wasn't always on the racing line because I was thinking about like getting the shots and stuff but you know there were some sections that I had a lot of fun with um, nice so that's cool I, I will say by far the 812 you know we've talked about the 812 before i've always talked about how much i loved it i think right now that is my favorite ferrari like any chance i get i grab the keys to an 812 whether it's a super fast or a gts they're just so good um so having fun with that but yeah we got a lot of cool stuff um sf 90s everywhere had a couple pistas come through you know coupe spider what else you want to talk about
0: my favorite spec pista that you got down there uh, the is that the purple one? Yeah, the Viola Hong Kong. Viola Hong Kong, what a color! Yeah,
1: that's an amazing car. That car, I've
0: seen that color in person.
1: Oh, it's so good. Um, it's very anti Ferrari. First of all, that's a very like McLaren or Lambo type of thing to do. To do like a very metallic uh, purple. It's got so yeah. much glitter in it that paint. Um, yeah. this particular one is a coupe. And it's a tailor-made car, so it's like fully custom. So in McLaren world, it'd be like MSL bespoke, you know, with yeah, Ferrari. Ferrari,
0: like like you said, it's it's a very anti-Ferrari color, but Ferrari would allow you to have that color if they can, like tailor it the way they want to. So you know? yeah,
1: with the tailor-made program, you go to Ferrari headquarters, um, in New York, and you sit down, it with like, you know, a Ferrari. Professional configurator person, and you build your Ferrari together as like a collaborative thing, and that way you know they kind of guide you. So partly like we uh, what we as salespeople do in any supercar dealership, you know, you sit down with your customer and you build your car, you configure it the way that the customer likes, and you guide them to say, these colors work together, these materials are interesting, you know, this is how much carbon fiber you should do or not do, you know, things like that. But you're doing that with somebody who works for Ferrari and you're able to do something completely custom. So you can go off the rails, which is what they did with this one. So it's got... um, It's purple, right? So Viola Hong Kong. It's got white stripes that start from either end of the car. So from the nose and from the tail. And as they get closer to the center, they fade away into the paint. That's so cool. And then on the interior, on the carbon fiber racing bucket seats, right... It has stripes down the middle of the seats, but they, you know, the stripes start at the headrest and start at the thigh rest, and they, as they get closer together, they fade away into the seat as well. So it like matches to what the stripes do on the exterior. Um, you know, it's got all kinds of things like that. It has uh, purple paddle shifters as well. Really? So yeah, it's, are they it's are cool. they carbon
0: like purple carbon or, or painted? They're
1: oh no, I think they're purple aluminum. I don't think they're carbon. Oh, okay. I could be wrong. I, I I can double check. I don't remember actually. Either way, Very but yeah, cool. yeah. So that's just one of the interesting cars that we have. Um, yeah. So I don't know. It's exciting and it's Anything- cool seeing, like you know, there's a bunch of Monzas that have you know come through for service. There's La Ferraris literally everywhere, like. Really? I, yeah, I can't take pictures of any of them because they belong to people, but there's La Ferraris, <laughs> there's a Pertas, it's, it's wild, um, you know, 599XX, um, you know, all kinds of just, just the craziest cars that you can possibly think of. Like, they're there or they have been there in the, like the two and a half months that I've been working there. So I've been a kid in a candy store as somebody who loves Ferraris and appreciates them, you know, even before coming mm-hmm. to work for the company. So it's just really cool.
0: Do they do any classic stuff?
1: Yes, so um, there is a mechanic who uh, works on classic stuff, and there's a bunch of classic Ferraris that I don't I don't understand because <laughs> you know it's not my thing, but I get like, okay, that's a through 308 that's a 328. Oh, that's a um, a Daytona. you know, we got a bunch of those coming through. Um, but yeah, there's a, a classic tech who works on just that stuff. Um, and it's not just the Ferraris either old alpha, uh, old, uh, Maseratis, you know, just like really old Italian cars that come through. Get that's service. that's your really, jam right really right interesting. There. I love seeing that stuff. They're just so cool. <laughs> that's cool. Do you and it plan makes to me be, think of the, yeah. uh, Alfa Romeo resto mod that we talked about, um, a few episodes ago. If you remember that.
0: Oh yes, of course I do. I want one yeah yeah those are sweet, but yeah do you plan to familiarize yourself more with the older models? yeah
1: yeah I'm really good with the modern stuff i I just you know anything from like the three sixty and newer, really good at you know even going back to some of the ninety stuff like the five fifty you know things like that i'm I'm good with um you know, just Ferrari has such a long history, and there's so many different yeah. models from the 50s and 60s and 70s, and variants, and like, you know, seeing like a 250 GTO in person is wild. But then you're like, Have you okay. seen one? Yeah, but then oh, it's like, man. I know, but then it's like, oh man, uh, I'm trying to like quiz myself, like, oh man, how many did they build of these? Was it 25? Was it 36? Was it 50? Was it two? I don't know. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. So it's just a lot of that stuff. I I will get better at the older stuff because it is interesting to me, partly because, you know, I'm curious and I want to keep learning. Um, and I feel like I'm pretty caught up with the modern stuff. I mean, I'll still say things that are wrong just because I'm human. Um, but you know, if somebody brings in, you know, a 430 Scooter or something like that, I know what that is. I know what that looks like. You know, I know what that car is. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, it, I, I've seen a few of the, um, like a Mondial, you know what I mean? Or like um, Testarossa's are easy. Everybody, I feel like everybody knows what a Testarossa is, right? If you think of like an 80s Ferrari, you probably think of a Testarossa. But like a yeah. 512, um, or like, oh man, what's the one I'm thinking of? Like a 330? Three
0: thirty six. 355?
1: no oh yeah f-355 that's that's you know, one of my favorites personally. those are good i think um, those sound the best oh they sound amazing dude we had um uh convertible in yellow or as we say jallo. <laughs> um <laughs> I I feel like I've been pissing off a lot of people with my terrible Italian since I was... <laughs> I'm trying, man. I'm really trying. Spanish, I can do no problem. For some reason, Italian is just very difficult for me to like get a handle on. Um, What was the one that they did? Like, um, They did a short wheelbase, they did a long wheelbase. What was that car? The Mondial? No, older than that.
0: GT? Short wheelbase something. and long wheelbase.
1: Oh, I mean, they the did 250? a 250 GT short-wheelbase, long-wheelbase. I thought they did, did another one that started with a 3. See, I don't know. This is what I need to learn about. This is what I need to get better at.
0: Yeah. You know? And I would I would be really interested to learn all that stuff, too. Because I feel like I, I, I know a lot of it, but there's a lot that I probably don't know as well. Yeah.
1: Just so many. Um, yeah. On the Ferrari website, so, like, if you just Google search Ferrari model list like I just did... Um, I was looking at this. They have a full list of like all of their current cars through the different categories, but then you can also look at uh, like a timeline of every single Ferrari ever built in the past seventy five or so years now going all the way mm-hmm. back to nineteen forty seven
0: this is on their website
1: this is on the Ferrari website. yeah,
0: that's cool
1: yeah it's just it's just really neat,
0: yeah i like
1: that uh 375 america um all the 250s obviously what are some other interesting ones um oh 500 tr that's cool a testarossa 512 the original TR is the one that i know 512 yep 512 is the much much newer one from the 80s right um yep. all the dinos those are interesting you know the original dino and then they you know they branded other ones and is then Dinos. the ferrari dino you know, yeah yeah 275 330 race car the um 288 gto the dino 206 gt yep that's, that's a good one 365 gta i mean there's so many so so many and that's so it's, many it's, numbers and letters it's race cars and it's road cars you know so yeah it's a little bit of everything there's so many lots I of love rain. it 512bb oh I saw one of those the other day 512bb oh, those, those are, are cool. cool yeah very those very, are very cool, cool. um 208 308 512bbi I'm just going down the list of the ones that are kind of like cool and interesting to me Testarossa, obviously and then the tr which was like the overhauled Testarossa. you know yeah um have you dude,
0: seen uh, like Ferrari customers, like on your own time on the road. Um, say that again. Or like, I guess not Ferrari customers, but like, do you have you seen supercars on the road in the wild, like on your own time?
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Ferraris
1: and Lambos. Um, you know, there's Porsches everywhere. The two Porsche dealers that are in Austin are huge. One of them is like four stories tall, something ridiculous. So there's plenty of those around. Jeez. Yeah. But it's just because it's nice all year long. I mean, it gets a little bit chilly during the winter and there's like a week every year where everything kind of ices over. But that's about it. Like you can actually go out and enjoy these cars for most of the year. And the roads, for the most part, are nice enough to be able to drive cars like this all the time. There's hill country to the west of the city. We've been out there. It's just gorgeous. It's just rolling hills that are almost mountains. Like, overlooking the forests and the water and everything is just these nicely, beautifully paved, smooth, winding roads. And then, of course, there's Coda. Like, it, so yeah, many I'm people take their cars that, to, to Coda. <laughs> it's it's crazy. You know, we had uh, track day, and the turnout was amazing. Like, people are not afraid to drive their cars. It's so great. Everything's cool. got miles on it. It's, it's, like, perfect. It's car enthusiast heaven. Without, like... Very cool. Without a lot of the pretentiousness and snobbiness that comes with like something like L.A. or Miami. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Everybody's a little yeah. bit more laid back and friendly and just having a good time and appreciating cars for what they are. It's a really good scene.
0: That's good. Cool.
1: F40s are cool. Seen
0: those. F50s. Seen a couple There's of those. There's a lot of Ferraris that I have not seen.
1: Like I've, same I've seen... <laughs> there's just a lot of ferraris
0: <laughs> yeah that's true that's true never seen an f50
1: it's very cool um, i i like the f50 a lot especially in person i'm one of those people where like i know the f40's got this crazy cult following and it's one of the greatest cars of all time and blah 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 but the f50 is really really good i really really like the f50 even parked next that's... to an f40
0: I was just going to ask you, so are you team F40 or team F50? I
1: I really like the 12-cylinder in the F50. Yeah. Uh, F40 is really, really good. Really, really, really good. I mean, it is. Nobody's going to tell you it's a bad car. I'm not going to pick one. <laughs> just not.
0: So, keys in front of you, you're taking the F50? I'm taking the F50 just because of the sound. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I think it's I'm probably it's more, Team F forty. That's valid. That's fine.
1: I mean, I can't yeah. argue against that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think I. I just I don't know. I think for me that the styling outweighs the sound, which is rare for me to say, but I think sure. The, yeah. The iconic shape of that car is just it, That's what draws me. Yeah. That square wing. Yep. It's really good.
1: And very you know very impressive in person. Um, five nine nine GTO. I haven't driven driven one. I moved one around. <laughs> that was cool. Oh yeah. But the, dude, the clutch is just the transmission's so bad. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's everything I hate about Aventadors. <laughs> you know. Um, Actually, you yeah, know I'm that's sure, funny. You bring that sure up. Sure, once we, you get it on um... the road, it's 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 great. But you know.
0: Yeah. You were here when we took that black F four thirty in, right? Mm
1: what do you mean we took it
0: in? At McLaren, we have we had took it in on trade for that green Lambo. No. Oh okay. Black F forty? Yeah. F no 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 no. F four thirty. Oh yes. Yes. Black
1: F four thirty. Yeah. I yeah.
0: Missed a whole number there, sorry. <laughs> yeah, black F forty would be really cool. <laughs>
1: I was gonna say, how did I miss that? And also, why didn't we yeah. ever talk about it?
0: <laughs> yeah, um, no, I've, I've, so I have driven that, um, and I was expecting the transmission to be a lot worse than it was. But I think if you're, if you go into it knowing what you're getting into, it's fine.
1: Yeah. You know, what's not fine is getting into a modern car that feels like trash with its single clutch transmission, and knowing that oh man, somebody paid. Half a million dollars or more for one of these, and think it's okay?
0: That's that, I I can't do that. No, I'm I'm an Aventador fanboy. You can't you can't tell me otherwise. It's great. It's the worst. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh What else? I don't know. I just keep going back to the eight twelve. Man, it's such a good car. I Actually, can't wait for yeah, can whatever the next one's going to be.
0: We can talk about that a little bit too, because um, we just took in a yellow one.
1: Uh, yeah so That was that's the right. first
0: that was the first time i've ever driven one of those and i am in love just like you are
1: <laughs> it's so good
0: it's yeah it's it's really good naturally Even aspirated v12
1: 6.5 liters of italian power uh 800 cv so like 790 whatever 780 whatever american horsepower um the power is immediate it's it just like it. I don't know. It kicks you in the back of the kidneys. You know what I mean? When you gun it. Yep. Um, the seating position is like everything I like about the AMG GTs and more because you're sitting so far back and the entire car is just stretched out in front of you. The nose is so long um, and it can do everything. If you want to do a multi-state road trip, In it, you can do that and be perfectly fine and comfortable and just kind of cruise. Or if you want to do a track day, absolutely get out there and rip it up. It's wild. It's so good. Yeah,
0: yeah. And I can totally see why the GTS carries such a premium because, like, when you were like when you were here and we always talk about the 600 LT Spider. Like, if you're going coop over instead of like if you're comparing a Cooper and a Spider. Take yeah. the spider every day because you can roll that window down and just have the exhaust literally inside the cabin. Yeah. And to have that V twelve in the cabin would be just Oh the best. So good. The best. Have, you, so have you driven a GTS?
1: Uh just around the building and around the parking lot and stuff, not out on okay. the open road. Not yet.
0: Okay. Yeah. But that, I that will must be really good.
1: Yeah, we just got in one that's um Rosso Corsa with a uh, black interior, so Nero interior, but then it's got Rosso Alcantara on like, the door inserts. and stuff. It's a really cool build.
0: Hmm. Nice.
1: Another thing that's really kind of like, I'm loving. I'm loving a lot about Ferrari, but something I really, really love, and we kind of touched on this when we were talking about like doing the tailor-made stuff, you can do so much with your Ferrari configuration when you're speccing mm-hmm. your Ferrari and when you're ordering one. There's so much that you can do Um, with McLaren, short of going, like, MSO bespoke, when you're submitting all the custom requests of, like, what I want for colors and patterns and that sort of thing, you know, you don't have to do that with Ferrari. You can say, here are the 20 different interior colors with all the different leathers. So, there's regular leather, there's old range, you know, there's outdoor leather, there's semi anal you know what I mean, all different qualities of leather. And then you can say, well, I want these parts in leather, but then these parts in Alcantara. And there is 40 different colors of stitching. <laughs> and, you know. Is that an exaggeration? There's different. No. <laughs> Cause, 40?
0: Like 4 Because,
1: do... okay, so with the stitching, um, you can do regular range stitching. Then you can do regular. So those are like, you know, over a dozen colors of like regular pricing stitching. And then you can do stitching that has what's called an alternative pattern and distance or alternative thickness and distance. So it's like a thicker, more tightly put together stitching. Mm-hmm. And then you have extra range. So like colors that are a premium that are, you know, air quotes, more special or whatever. And then you have those premium stitching in different, um, you know, thickness and distance. hmm. And then we you got can get. Options there. There's so many options, man. So many options. I've now, is been, this
0: all available on the online configurator, or is this more something that you have to go to your dealer and and. Mo-
1: see? Most of it's available on the online configurator, but the online configurator is is interesting because they have like a 2D what they call a photoreal photorealism mode, where it's not like a 360 view that you're not you know you're not kind of spinning and pinching and zooming and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. That's limited. Then there's a 3D version that, like, your computer has to be powerful enough to run or whatever. Um, that has most of the stuff on there, and then we have the configurator in the dealership that has everything, everything that you can do. Gotcha. And then above and That's- beyond that, you can submit like special requests. <laughs> so, so if you want to do what's called extra campanario, so extra range or like non-standard options. So like if you want to do I don't know, viola hong kong on a card that doesn't regularly offer it like you can request that as well.
0: Yeah, sort of like McLaren with MSO bespoke if the, right. the color is not on the palette you can just request it. Yep,
1: and then there's a program yeah. called Atelier and then there's like the highest level of customization which is tailor-made. Mm.
0: That's it's really cool. Wild, dude. That must be a lot to learn.
1: Yeah. Dude, there's like from just from like light gray Getting darker to, like, a dark brown, I want to say there's eight or nine different shades of leather. Never mind getting into uh, grays and blacks and then reds and yellows and everything else. Like, there's so much. It's so much fun to just, like, sit there and play around with it and, you know, build
0: cars. That's so good because, like, you want to be able to fine-tune what you're ordering. I mean, you're spending so much on the car. You should get what you want. Exactly. Even though most people just order red over tan, <laughs> that's true. But <laughs> there's half a dozen different tans to pick from,
1: and there is uh, you know so. a, a dozen different reds to pick from. Um, yeah. Even though like most people just default to Rosso Corsa. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, it is it is cool. It's a lot of fun. I have a. I met a guy me on in, Nantucket
0: uh, actually, and uh, he he said he's he's had twelve Ferraris, and every time he goes to the configurator, he's like. I'm going to get a different color. I'm going to get a different color. And he gets Rosso Corsa every time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Dude. Oh, my God. There's so many good paints. Um, Now, are you as a salesperson? Like, like, are you
0: are you told to kind of persuade the customer to go for red?
1: No. No, No, Ferrari wants you to go wild. Um, Ferrari corporate kind of push people to like do more interesting things so if you look up the tailor-made inspirations um it is a series of cars that they did as examples of what you can do with a tailor-made program and like we have one of those cars in the dealership we just sold it actually it's an sf90 um it is gold like actual gold paint it's called um Oro Chiaro I think um, so like a gold metallic paint uh, the interior is like vintage distressed tan leather with like a really nice patina on it with like blue stitching, blue piping blue carpets, it's wild so they want you it to go a little really bit crazy, nice. they want you not just to default to Rosso Corsa over Cuyo or Rosso Corsa over Sabia or whatever shade of beige that you want to go with you know, it's, yeah, yeah so, um, you know, I have uh, I have a guy coming in on Tuesday to build his Roma spider order. And mm-hmm. um, the car that he drives now is uh, Rasa Corsa over. Ooh, I don't remember what shade of beige it is. It's, it's red over tan. And I'm like, yeah. do you really want to do the same thing or you want to have some fun? And he's like, I want to have some fun. Let's do something interesting. So we're going to go nuts. We're going to go wild with it. Um, cool another guy who um is getting a roma coupe um i asked him it's his first ferrari and i'm like do you want to do the default red over tan or what do you want to do he's like i've seen them i can appreciate them i want to do british racing green over tan and i'm like you and i are going to be best friends let's do it and he's he's like i'm not so sure because you know you hear about all the stuff with ferraris and you know the colors and i'm like dude that car shows up literally every person who works at the dealership is going to go absolutely nuts over your car if it shows up in british racing green yeah
0: that's that's a great spec
1: uh there's a few different shades of green that you can do i didn't even know this because like again like you said like you see ferraris and they're all red over tan um, there's a bunch of different greens. There's a bunch of different blues. Um, lots of grays and silvers. And now they have the uh, matte paints as well. So the uh, they call it opaco, right? Makes sense. Opaque. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, you want the frosted matte satin stealth look. You can do silver. You can do red. You can do yellow. You can do white. It's really, really cool. Yeah. They're trying... But it might really...
0: actually... Uh, sorry to interrupt. My, a buddy of yeah. mine, actually, we um, we met him at uh, in Newport last fall. He helped us with um, one of the shoots with the Artura. Uh, not Ethan Haynes. Shout out to CT car photos anyway. But um, Ethan, uh, oh, I'm sorry, I, I forgot his last name. <laughs> but Yeah, um, Yetman? Yeah, Yetman. Uh, yeah, he, um, he did a shoot recently with an 812 comp in a matte silver with the yep. French stripes on it. Yeah, those photos came out sick, but that spec is incredible. That's really yeah. good.
1: I love. Uh, I really kind of. I don't know. After seeing so many of them now, like I love it when people get um, the the Italian flag. The my Italian's awful. Tricolore get that on their uh ferrari builds like you can do it as like a center marking stripe on the steering wheel you can do that as stitching on the headrest right underneath your Cavallino or like your prancing horse you know emblem stitched on the headrest mm-hmm. you can get it on the outside of the car so like on a pro sangue for example on the back right below the rear window you can get like a thin and long um you know green white red italian flag across the back of it it's really cool so I want to mm. play around with some more of that stuff and, like, find interesting ways of coordinating it with the rest of the car as well. So not, like, getting a purple car and then putting a bunch of Italian flags on it, but making it work and play off of, like, the greens and the white and the
0: red. Yeah. Dude, you just you just said a word that hasn't crossed my mind since the launch. Tricolore? songway. Oh, okay, that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I saw how one. How is that going? I mean, I know you saw one Yeah. Uh, Pretty soon after you got down there, yeah, um, I saw Coda. Like, how far out are they? I mean, what our, what's, it, what's it like? Tell me oh, about the car.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be like two years before like the customer deliveries are gonna actually hit the ground. Um, our demonstrator is in production, so hopefully we're gonna see it soon. So that's a car that we're gonna get to be on display. We can use it for events. Um, we're not allowed to sell it for probably like two or three years, something like that. That demonstrator. Uh, that's a whole thing with Ferrari, but um, yeah, I, I, seeing it in person, I love it. Um, we talked about it extensively. You think it's better looking than a Lusso. I agree. Um, it's really interesting because seeing photos and videos of it, you're like, oh my god, it's an SUV. It's going to be huge, and then you mm-hmm. see it in person. But the way that it's designed and everything's proportioned, it hides its size so well. Um, the wheels are huge and the fenders are like wide. The and wheels every, are enormous. It, yeah. You know, oh yeah, because they are. Um, it's a it's not a small car, but it's so well put together where you're not standing next to it or even five feet away from it thinking, oh, my God, this thing's a, a Range Rover autobiography long wheelbase. You know what I mean? It doesn't. Do that when you're looking at it in person. Um, it's a car, and some of the like the video reviews that I saw when they did like the journalist test drives in Europe has uh, the car has a lot of really interesting details. Um, it's one of those things where like you look at it in broad strokes and you can appreciate the overall design, but then looking at the detail, like you're looking at the styling, so where they put certain fins and where creases are. And, you know, the interesting things that they're doing with the arrow and channeling the air around it, because it's a, it's a big car, so you have to get creative with that stuff. It's a really interesting car to kind of just, just walk around and study and look at. I'm really excited. Yeah. I really want to drive one. I mean, it's a V12 Ferrari SUV. I mean, come on. Um, but, yeah, I think people are going to be very, very happy with it and I'm not just towing the company line with that, let me just say. Um, I will say the response from people that have seen it and have been asking about it and from the people that are actually ordering them, uh, it's overwhelmingly positive Mm. because they did it right. They didn't just
0: build a Urus, you know? Right. Right. I think they did a really good job. I'm looking at some photos of it now. Um, I don't think like they're calling it, they don't want to call it an SUV and there's this and that, um, there's nothing else really to compare it to, but I'm looking at the side profile and like. It's got such a long hood and a swept back windshield. Like there's nothing, there's nothing to compare it to really. It's its own thing. Yeah.
1: It's a, it, It's yeah. interesting. They could have easily even, I mean, they could have easily made it a two door or like a three door, kind of like a sh- just a very large shooting brake type of design as well. You know, the way that yeah. they hide the, the door handles for the rear doors as well. And the, the fact yeah, that that's true. they're... Oh my god, what am I supposed to call them? They're not suicide doors. We talked about this before.
0: What do we call them? No, they they are.
1: They are, but we're not supposed to call them that. What are we supposed to call well, them?
0: Well, Rolls-Royce's word for it is coached. Yes.
1: And um, our wait, what, No, Ferrari word? has a name for it. That's what I'm saying. There's a word for it that I'm supposed
0: to use. I'm You're supposed really... to know this, Jude. I know. You're uh, you're representing one of the most important brands. You gotta know this stuff. Dang, uh, uh, you know doors. what? It's got
1: doors. It's it's got I'm them, look this up. and they're great. And that's all I'm gonna say about that.
0: That's gonna bother me now too. <laughs> I'm googling it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Suicide doors dubbed dot dot dot. It doesn't tell me in the the
1: search results preview. Welcome doors. Oh, that's not. No, that's not it, is it? Welcome doors? Is that where we're calling them?
0: Uh, Maybe? I'm sure somebody said it in a Top Gear video, and uh, I'll
1: have to watch it. I'm sure somebody listening to the podcast right now is just yelling at their smartphone, like, you idiots, yeah. it's obviously blank. So that's great. Good thing we have a podcast and you don't deal with it. Yeah, we know we know what we're talking about. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> oh man.
0: Anyway, uh, the
1: uh, the per songway is great. I'm excited for it. I can't wait to get our demo. Um,
0: and I'm excited uh, to see one in person. Yeah,
1: I built uh, two options for a client the other day. One was like all blacked out with some red accents. The other one was um, white. Um, with high contrast black and red. Um, yeah, I'm just having fun. I don't know. It was really good. Nice. Yep. Like, the level of customization with that as well is just so crazy. Like, no two are ever going to be exactly alike. Which we say that about, you know, exotic cars and supercars all the time. But, because there are so many options with Ferrari, and I kind of just nudge people to be a little bit different as well you know what i mean because some people will say well i saw this ferrari you know six months ago i want one that's built just like that and i'll take that build and i'll be like okay well these are the tweaks and changes that you should make just to make it a little more right. interesting and they're like oh yeah you're right i do like the two-tone you know
0: yeah so yeah sometimes like that. people just need a, a push in the right direction
1: yeah and that's why i'm the expert and you are too ben <laughs>
0: exactly so if you're looking for a mclaren or a ferrari come to us yeah uh and someday we won't be
1: replaced by chat gpt
0: at all is that what we're is that what our next episode is going to be about
1: i don't know artificial intelligence we, go from, we go can't from tell you which stitching pattern to go with ai <laughs> and then we'll do a watch episode and then we'll do um, actually
0: we could do a mini episode about watches. I I was a very bad influence and got Jude on the bandwagon. I haven't oh, bought okay. one
1: yet. I haven't bought one yet. yet. Keyword. No keyword. But yet. I'm learning and I'm asking lots of questions. Anyway, so is there anything else that you wanted to talk about or ask me about?
0: Um, I think we covered everything. I think I think. Uh... Oh no, I have a question for you. Sure. Have you bought a Stetson yet?
1: No, despite my wife's efforts, I have not bought a, oh, those, oh. those father's day's coming up. I hope she doesn't <laughs> buy me one. <laughs> if, uh. you, if
0: you get one, whether you buy it or she does, we need a picture.
1: You know, what's funny is like the, the few people that we've seen here in Austin that are wearing cowboy boots and hats and stuff like that. Okay. Some of them you can tell, like, for example, I, <laughs> I texted you a photo of a man on a horse Like, just on my drive home, (laughs) I got off the highway and just, like, on the frontage road next to the highway, there's a man on a horse just clopping along. Uh, Besides, like, that one or two instances like that, the only people that are actually, I feel like, wearing caba boots and Stetsons and, you know, embracing that are, like, transplants, (laughs) coastal refugees like me that (laughs) come live here and they're, like, trying to live the Texan life. And everybody who's actually from Austin is just like, okay, whatever.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That happens a lot
1: um but yeah um on that note thanks for listening um yeah thanks for so- listening
0: to our, our <laughs> mountain and valley rant <laughs> about everything um but we're back i'm just Is the, yeah. the most important news um yeah i'm just happy we're to, planning be, back, to man. be back regularly so yeah stay tuned we've got more in the pipeline
1: That's right. We got more cars to talk about, more uh, car news and releases. We're going to keep getting new cars at our respective dealerships. And I feel like the breadth and depth of our content is going to be that much richer now because we have so much more to pick and choose from. We're not just driving the same cars every week. Um, And also Formula One is still going strong. There's a lot to talk about there. So future episodes coming up. Um, If you haven't hit that five-star or thumbs-up or whatever rating system you're listening to, uh, we'd appreciate that now because that would be a big help. Our social media handles are in the show notes, so if you want to follow us there and argue with us about how wrong we are about the F-40 and the F-50, you can do that. Um, (laughs) But, of course, follow and subscribe.
0: tell us what the Puro doors are supposed to be called because clearly we don't know what we're talking about. Uh,
1: they're, They're... they're the lounge doors. I don't know. Whatever. All right, guys. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening. Have a great night. Bye. See ya.